0: Good morning. Good morning. Good to see you all here this morning on this first Sunday of Advent. Looks like everybody made it through Turkey Day and didn't uh, oversleep or get overstuffed. Uh, Hopefully we're still eating leftovers. Uh, I know I've got some in the fridge still that are going to be munching on for a couple more days. Well, it is good to see everybody here this morning, so grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. So before we begin our service, let us look at what's going on in the life of the church. I don't know, if you look on the back of your bulletin, uh, you'll see our worship schedule for Sunday, you'll see our information, of course, about the lab of the basketball court, uh, our United Methodist men will meet Thursday. Uh, this Thursday at 6.30 here at the church. Uh, the United Methodist Women uh, will be having their Christmas dinner on December 13th uh, at 6.30. The sign-up sheet is at the back on the table, uh, so please sign up for that so we can give a number to Tommy uh, for since they are catering that event. Um, you'll see that growth group meets again on the 6th. Uh, we have choir practice next week, next week on December 5th at 5 o'clock. <laughs> Uh, today at 6.30 we have a PPRC meeting uh, and you'll see the list of those who are on that committee there. Uh, also, beginning uh, this Tuesday, we are starting our Advent Study, uh, The Heart That Grew Three Sizes by Matt Rawl. Uh, so if you're going to participate in that, uh, we are meeting Tuesday, uh, November 30th, and then we'll meet every Tuesday after that up till Christmas uh, to the 21st, so you'll here. see that there. Here. Yes, Here. Yes, here. Um, for that, uh, if you, we do still have a couple of books. They're inside on the front pew. So if you uh, need to get a book, you're welcome to get one of those. Um, are there any other announcements this morning? Uh, I want to say a wonderful thank you to uh, all our little Christmas elves, our Advent elves, and uh, our leader uh, as they put together this beautiful space out here and also the space inside. We are just so grateful uh, for all the work that. Uh, all of them did. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to name any individual names, but I'm thanking everybody. Because I know I'll miss somebody, and I don't want somebody to, to feel unwelcome. Uh, but we are grateful for that again, the, the, everything is just absolutely beautiful. So we appreciate all that hard work that was put in there. Alright, well, let us begin with prayer this morning. So let us pray. Righteous One... Your glory shines brighter than the sun. We remember your compassion and your faithful love as we come to worship this day. Lift up our soul, soul souls to meet the challenges we face as we seek to bear the fruit of your salvation. May your righteous branch grow within our hearts that our lives may abound in mercy and steadfast love. And may we be found ready and waiting when the one drawing near comes with power and glory to bring us to you. Amen. So our song of preparation this morning is All Who Are Thirsty. You'll see the words uh, printed on your insert, on your music insert. uh, And this is sung by Cutlass. So uh, let us sing this morning as you feel comfortable, All Who Are Thirsty. Sunday of Advent, uh, and I've asked uh, some very special people to come do Advent reading this morning, so they will come forward. We don't have the way to, to like them, but we don't want to light them out here. I'm sure. Okay. You just kind of have to pretend. Okay.
1: I was going to do that part. Jeremiah 33, 14 through 16. The time is coming, declares the Lord, when I will fulfill my gracious promise with the people of Israel and Judah. In those days and at that time, I will raise up a righteous branch from David's line, who will do what is just and right in the land. In those days, Judah will be saved, and Jerusalem will live in safety. And this is what he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. We have endured these past few years and know that there is more to face before us. We don't know if we have the strength to withstand what might be around the next corner and wonder who will stand with us, who will have our back and who will occupy our corner. Who is with us? That is what we begin to wonder these days. Who will light our way and chart our course? Who is on our side and who will welcome us home again? Home, the prophet of Jeremiah speaks of a branch that will be raised. Jesus spoke of a son of a man that will descend. Both point to hope, a hope that calls us home, our true home, where we will be welcomed and loved and included, where there is justice and equality and peace. It's time, this Advent season, time to go home. We light this candle as a sign of our hope, our strong hope that there is a way to go home the home in christ and it starts with us and it starts here and it starts now it's time to go home
0: Thank you. time to go home as we continue this morning um, we are now come to a time to lift up our joys and concerns uh, and if you saw this morning we have a new prayer list out with lots of names on it Um, and there's probably many more that are on our hearts and our minds this morning. Uh, But do we have any to add to this list this morning? I know we got um, one this morning uh, or the other day. I can't remember which day. The we are running together from uh, about Kathy Hoover's uh, grandson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And I saw on Facebook that uh, the surgery has Happen, they think everything's going to be okay, but they're still just kind of waiting for all the surgery stuff the inflammations and all that to go down before they can make a complete determination. Um, are there any others or any more information on that that I don't have? Well, Tommy Haynes is supposed yeah. to go
1: Tuesday and have his surgery. They had put it all, so he's scheduled this coming Tuesday. Okay.
0: Yep. So definitely remember Tommy, um, as he uh, is supposed to have surgery this week. So we'll pray that that all goes well, that nothing happens so he mm-hmm. can have it and get that taken care of. Uh, any others this morning?
1: Michael is having knee replacement surgery tomorrow. And we would appreciate all your prayers.
0: Oh, I'm gonna pray for you because if he's anything like, <laughs> if, he, if he's any worse than he is on medication, we need in trouble. <laughs> Yes, we will definitely pray that your knees come out good. And that you don't give Lisa too much fuss. I'll try. Any others this morning? Well, let us take our prayers to the Lord this morning. So let us pray. Gracious and... Heavenly God, we just come to you this morning all bundled up, trying to stay warm, but we come to praise and to worship and to be thankful and to be gracious. And Lord, as we have come this day, on this first Sunday of Advent, on this first Sunday of the new Christian year, on this time of waiting and anticipation, we come with prayers, we come with concerns. We come with people on our hearts that we are worried about, that are sick, that are going in for procedures, that we just care for. And Lord, as as we have got this long list, You know each and every one of these people on this list. And Lord, we are just thankful that You do. We are thankful that You know their needs and that You will take care of them. We are thankful that we are Your children that You take care of us, that You lead us and guide us even when we don't do what we're supposed to do. But Lord, we are thankful for Your grace and Your mercy. We're thankful for Your healing touch, Your peace. Lord, we are thankful for Jesus. As we anticipate what is to come in the birth of the Christ child of our Savior, help us to wait in anticipation and in awe even though we've done this year after year. So Lord, as we have come this morning to lift up our prayers, we also join with those who have gone before us. We we join with the saints and the sinners who are praying this prayer right now. We join with the other heavenly hosts as we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be
2: done, on earth as it is now. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom.
0: As we continue this morning, we come to our first, uh, or actually our second this morning, scripture. Uh, and This one is in Psalm 25 as our Psalter reading. So let us read this Psalm together, Psalm 25, 1 through 10. I offer my life to you, Lord. For the matter, don't let for the for that matter, don't let anyone who hopes in you be put to shame. Make your ways known to me, Lord. Lead me in your truth. Teach it to me, because you are the God who saves me. Lord, remember your passion and faithful love they are forever remember me only according to your faithful love for the sake of your goodness lord the lord is and god guides the weak to justice teaching them his way
2: All
0: the Lord's tasks are loving and faithful for those who keep this covenant and their Amen. As we are always grateful for all the many things that are given uh, in response to God's gifts to us, we are thankful for all that is given uh, for the ministry of this church, for the ministry of this community. So let me offer this prayer over those gifts this morning. Let us pray. How can we thank you enough, blessed one, for all you have given us? May we increase and enrich in love, even as you increase and enrich the gifts we bring before you this day. Send them forth into your world as signs of the bounty of Christ going into the world. In your precious name we pray. Amen. This morning our message text comes from the Gospel of Luke. Uh, Luke 21 verses 25 through 36. And to make all of you who think it's cold even colder, my shoes are off. (laughs) I still have to preach barefooted. It is just something that I've I've come to to want to do. So this morning as we hear this message this morning uh, and this Scripture text. Let us listen to the words uh, as we hear this uh, according to Luke this morning. There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and stars. On the earth there will be dismay among nations in their confusion over the roaring of the sea and surging waves. The planets and other heavenly bodies will be shaken, causing people to faint from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world. Then, then they will see the human one coming on a cloud with power and great splendor. Now when these things begin to happen, stand up straight and raise your heads, because your redemption is near. Jesus told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they sprout leaves, you, see, you, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see these things happening and you know that God's kingdom is near, I assure you that this generation won't pass away until everything has happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will certainly not pass away. Take care that your hearts aren't dulled by drinking parties, drunkenness, and the anxieties of day-to-day life. Don't let the day fall upon you unexpectedly like a trap. It will come upon everyone who lives on the face of the whole earth. Stay alert at all times, praying that you are strong enough to escape everything that is about to happen and to stand before the human one. This is the Word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord God, as we have come this morning, to worship you lord we have heard your scriptures read we have sung praises and now we listen for your word and the message so may the words of your servant's mouth and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing in your sight O lord our rock and our redeemer amen so we begin advent and the first sunday in advent is the sunday of hope Now, hope is both a noun and a verb, a feeling of expectation and desire for a particular thing to happen and a wanting for something to happen. Hope is something that we hold on to in many situations. Hope for a good doctor's report. Hope for safe travels. Hope for a good outcome. Hope is an essential part of being a believer. Of being a Christian now in this world today it is sometimes a struggle to find hope in the midst of war and famine murder kidnapping politics deportations immigration caravans and all those other things and hate it is hard to have hope that there is something better when our hope is in this world and not in God uh, and not in God and our Savior. And when our hope is in this world, our hope is easily broken. Like I said, today is the first Sunday of the new year. So why are we talking about the end of the world on this first Sunday of Advent? We have heard the stories of Jesus coming as a baby and about His coming again at the end of time. And we need to remember and be aware that we do not know when that end is going to come. That we always have to be ready. Now this is a great way to begin the Advent season, remembering the promises that God has made with us His creation. To remember that we have to keep our part of that promise. That we take care that our hearts aren't dulled by drinking parties, drunkenness, and anxieties of day-to-day life. Don't let that day fall upon us unexpectedly like a trap. Throughout our lives, we make promises. And we ourselves have been promised things. And we all did and do our best to keep the promises that we make, but sometimes... There is nothing we could have done to keep the promises. And when a promise is broken, the person that is promised is hurt and left feeling that they cannot trust the person who made them that promise. There is only so much we as humans can promise. But there is nothing that is out of the reach for God. See, God has made promises and He has kept them. And we can read through the Old Testament and see all of those promises. The Scriptures do not read, actually, that God promised, but they say that God made a covenant, which is even better than a promise. See, a covenant is a binding agreement between two parties, and the punishment for breaking a covenant in that day was usually death. You see, God promised to get His people out of Egypt and take them to the promised land. God promised that he that promised Noah that he would never flood the earth again and gave us the rainbow as a reminder. He promised Abraham in his old age a child, and we heard this morning in the advent reading of Jeremiah and how it talks of a promise that the Lord made with Israel and Judah. The Lord had promised David that there would always be a man to sit on the throne of the house of Israel. God made a promise and He fulfilled it with Jesus. The first 17 verses of Matthew tell us the lineage of Jesus all the way back to David. So from the very beginning, God has made promises with His creation. Some have been fulfilled while others have not. God has never broken His promise. He has made any of the promises He has made, but we have broken some of ours. We, God's creation, have made promises to God and have not kept up our end. Think back. Have you ever made a promise to God? And then when the situation got better, you didn't follow through? I have more often than I would like to admit. We are living under the promise, the covenant that God made with Moses and Noah and Jeremiah and others. And because we have broken the covenants, we are subject to the death, the penalties that comes from breaking those covenants. But God does not want us to perish. He wants us to be saved. So He sent Jesus. By sending Jesus, He fulfilled covenants that He had made and He formed new covenants with His people. Jesus tells us in the Luke passage today that we have to be on the lookout. That we need to be prepared. There will be signs that the end of the world is near. God has promised that. God has promised that this world that we know will come to an end. And he sent Jesus to help us prepare and to teach us how to be alert and aware. See, God's promises give us hope. They tell us that no matter how bad we think it is, there's always hope that things will be better. No matter what is going on in this world, there is promise of a world that there will be no hurt, there will be no pain, there will be no fighting. A world filled with the love of God. Now, we have been celebrating Advent for years. We know the reasons that we celebrate. We know the story of John and Jesus, of Mary and Elizabeth, of Herod, the wise men, the shepherds, the innkeeper, and Joseph. But do we just go through the motions each year? Have we gotten used to this time of year? Do we really, truly experience the season as a new every year? You see, tradition is good. It's good to have traditional things that goes on. It gives us normalcy in a chaotic world. It makes us feel good. It is familiar. But we must not forget the why of the traditions that we hold. We must not get so used to it that we don't experience it because it is never the same. Each year we come different than we were the year before. We have lived through challenges and through celebrations. We have experienced hurt, loss, love, and new life. We are not the same people we were last year. So Advent Advent is a time to reset our lives, a time to refocus on God, a time to reflect on where we have been over the past year, a time to renew our souls, a time to reflect on our Savior. So during this season of Advent, take time to reflect, take time to just let go. Take time to renew your spiritual self. Because like the season of fall, we need to shake off the leaves of the year and focus on taking care of ourselves. If we feel weird, it may feel weird, but if you don't take care of your own soul and your own body, you will not be able to take care of others take care of your neighbors. So during the season of Advent, find your hope, find your peace, find your joy, and find your love. Because we'll be celebrating those things again this year. Take time for yourself. Take time sitting with God and just resting. Not doing anything, but just resting in the peace of our Lord and Savior. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Our song of invitation this morning (laughs) Uh, is I could sing of your love forever. Uh, And this is sung by Shane and Shane. So I invite you as you feel comfortable singing to pull out your song sheet and sing I could sing of your love forever. sing of your love forever as we close our time this morning we see now this benediction may your love for one another abound just as Christ's love abounds for you go with God's love in your hearts and with the Spirit's fierce tenderness in your breasts go with God and may the forces of evil become confused on the way to